Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, created specifically for hungry leaders just like you. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Most leaders are burdened by complexity and exhaustion, and Kairos exists to equip leaders just like you with the perspective and tools that you need to lead with health, clarity, and confidence, especially in such uh, a season of uncertainty that we've been in for the last two years. And that's why, Resilient Leaders, I do this in order to equip, empower, and encourage, encourage you because leadership can be hard and lonely, and we are trying to be companions on the journey with leaders like you. Now, I love hearing from our listeners to this podcast, and I love how many of you have reached out to me via email, online, and in person with comments, questions, ideas, and feedback to make this podcast even better. I am so grateful for you and your willingness to do that. I love hearing from you all. And if you want to interact with me, I'd love to. Just drop me a line. My contact information is in the show notes, or you can do that through our website, kairospartnerships.org. You know, the past few months, uh, I've received in these interactions a few questions from leaders asking about our leadership development process, what you might call a philosophy of leadership development. So leader, let me ask you, do you have a leadership development philosophy? I hope so. Uh, you have one, whether you can articulate it or not, uh, that I'm not sure about. But I believe every leader needs to articulate their philosophy of leadership. Because if we want to develop people to be a leader multiplier, as Liz Wiseman said, we're going to need to have a process in play. So because a handful of you are asking about it, and because we've thought for years very purposefully about this, I want to take a few minutes to describe my own and our own at Kairos Partnerships, our leadership development philosophy. How we develop leaders, the assumptions, the convictions, the process behind what we do. It is our blueprint for trying to be leader multipliers, which includes you, which includes this podcast. So we have a conviction, we have a plan, and a process. Let me just take a couple minutes to talk about this. So here's our conviction for our leadership development process. If we teach people how to be a leader, it will last him or her about three to five years. But if we equip people to think like a leader, and then equip them with the proper tools, it will last the next three to five decades. That's our conviction. If we teach people how to lead, then it'll last them three to five years. But if we teach people how to think like a leader and equip them with the proper tools, they will lead for the next three to five decades. And so we are wanting to think with the long term in mind in all that we're doing. We're not in it for the short game. We're in it for the long term. And maybe not even three to five decades, but three to five generations of leaders. Leaders who build leaders who build leaders who build leaders who build leaders. And that's what we're doing. So that's our conviction. What is our plan? Because if we don't have a plan, we don't have a process in this, then all of a sudden it just becomes a wish. And we don't want to have a wish. We want to have a clear conviction and objectives and how we live that out. So with that as our conviction, here's our plan. How do we develop leaders? First of all, attitudes are skills. Attitudes are skills. First and foremost, before a leader can do anything else, he or she must be, and you've heard this many times before on this podcast, they must be fat and hungry. More specifically, a leader must be faithful. And for many of our listeners who are, who are spiritual, who are Christian leaders, that's being faithful to God, being faithful to others, being faithful to the relationships of which we've committed to in our lives, faithful to our responsibilities and to our calling is to be available, to be used 
however and wherever is needed to be able to serve. And again, for those of us with a Christian context, it's to be available to use by the Holy Spirit, however the Holy Spirit desires. To be teachable in order to learn and grow. Humility is an irreducible element of teachability. You cannot be teachable if you are not humble. So faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Hungry. Leaders must lean in and desire to grow. There must be an intrinsic motivation to steward well what has been entrusted to them. Those investing in them should not work harder in the relationship than the leader being invested in. We really believe that intrinsic motivation, not extrinsic motivation, should be the primary motivator in the life of a healthy leader. So leaders must exhibit and embody being fat and hungry, or it is not worth further investment. Once it is undeniably clear that a leader is fat and hungry, the following process of investment and development can begin, where we do these building blocks. We try to cultivate godly wisdom. We help people discern their unique why. Why are they here? Why do they exist? They establish life-giving habits. We believe that habits are incredibly important and helpful. That they receive honest and ongoing feedback. They have feedback loops built in. Number five, that they prioritize healthy community. And number six, that they learn then mental models and leadership tools. So that's, that's our plan. What's the process of how we live out our plan? We teach leaders in five areas. First, we help leaders to cultivate godly wisdom, to learn to know themselves, to know God, to know his mission, to know how other people tick and how to know, and, and to know and apply the ways of God found as we read in the Bible. Now, wisdom also comes through experience, through the rhythm of action, reflection, action, learning from failure, exploring what worked and what didn't, and being aware, being aware of our motives. So that's the first thing is helping leaders cultivate godly wisdom. The second is we help leaders discern their unique why. Every leader is entrusted with a certain realm of influence and a divine calling. A leader cannot live out their calling if they're not first able to discern why God has placed them here on this earth. This is more about who a leader is becoming than it is what, where, or how a leader leads. And third, we help leaders establish life-giving habits and practices. Effective leaders cultivate and practice health and contextual habits. Most of them are tiny or what we call micro habits that can result in compound interest over time. Fourth, that we provide honest and ongoing feedback. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. We've said this on this podcast, and we can teach leaders to know what questions to ask, who to ask, and where to go find the answers. And we teach leaders to care more about becoming more than doing or producing. Fifth, we help leaders prioritize healthy community. We help leaders surround themselves with other people who are wise, humble, and hungry, who are faithful, available, and teachable as well. Who, and so with surrounding ourselves with other people and the right people matters significantly when it comes to leadership. And finally, we share mental models and leadership tools to equip leaders. Most of the numerous and varied tools that we offer leaders are mental models, frameworks, and lattice work of decision-making. Just like a gardener needs the wisdom to know which tool to use in the garden, or just like a skilled carpenter needs to know what tool to bring out of the tool shed, leaders need the same wisdom with the tools that they've been given. The entire process occurs within the interplay of three essential and irreplaceable elements. Without the integration of these three elements, there is no healthy, sustaining, and lasting growth and development as a leader. The first one is experience. Leaders learn best 
And learning happens in the midst of life when there's experience. Number two, community. Growth occurs in the context of relationship with others. And third, submission to the Holy Spirit. Maturity takes effect in surrendering our lives to the work of the Holy Spirit. So if you think of it like a triangle, at the bottom uh, is that exhibiting a a fat and hungry posture. And then the building, the two building blocks above it on the pyramid is cultivating godly wisdom and discerning you, your unique why. Then above that is establishing healthy habits and practices. Above that is receiving honest and ongoing feedback. And the very top, the very top of the triangle uh, on the pyramid is then having mental models and leadership tools. When people engage in these elements of leadership in the correct order, They grow to become effective influencers, wise decision makers, and fruitful and faithful leaders. If leaders just jump to the apex, to the very top of the pyramid, to just just give me the mental models and the tools first, they run the risk that their capacity outpaces their character, which can have devastating effects for leaders and those they lead. We've talked about that here on this podcast. But when leaders cultivate and hone these areas of leadership in the right order and steward their influence to the glory of God, leaders are healthy and at their best. That's all we can offer in helping leaders grow in their leadership capacity. Simply that and nothing else. That is our process. That is our conviction. That is our plan. And that is our process. We also have a document of this. If any of you want this, feel free to email it to me. I'd be glad to send you the pyramid. We've got a PDF that explains our leadership development philosophy. I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope you heard the passion in my voice. I think this is so crucial. That pyramid guides every single thing that we do at Kairos Partnerships. I hope it's helpful for you, but you don't have to have the same conviction plan or process for leadership development that we do here at Kairos. But leaders, I want to challenge you with this. Make sure that you have a philosophy of leadership development. And if we can help you develop your leadership development plan, let us know. We love helping leaders to clarify and crystallize what they are doing so they can be healthy and fruitful in their lives and in their leadership. Well, thanks for joining us today. I continue to be deeply grateful to partner with and link arms with our Resilient Leaders podcast producer, Joel Limbowen. He's the founder and owner of On a Limb Productions, and this podcast certainly would not happen without his great involvement. He produces other podcasts, films, edits, and produces fantastic videos for organizations, nonprofits, companies, and churches around the country, organizations just like yours. You can check out his great work at onalimproductions.com or check out the show notes for more information. So leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, developing and articulating your leadership development process will not only help you, but the leaders you are trying to develop as well. Have a great week.